Hello and welcome to the third episode of 30 Minutes of Mayhem. I am your host, Michael Mayhew, and I am here with my co-hosts. Nick from uh, YouTube.com slash the Tic Tac Man. And joining me is the man who would have been co-host, but he took an arrow to the knee. What's up, everybody? I'm Dale. And to my left is... Greg. And to my right is... Yeah, the cat from L.A. Wouldn't uh, wouldn't Dale be to your right if you were to Dale's left? I... Oh, shit, that's right. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, ah, whatever, we got right the point the... across. He would be... The gat. The gat, I'm, I like I'm it. I'm the motherfucking gat, son. <laughs> oh! Yeah. I take that a sounds gat. like a legitimate he rapper son? name. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna see him in like ten years, the cat on like MTV or something. He's gonna be the guy on MTV, look exactly like he does now. <laughs> oh yeah, there you go. Oh, oh yeah, there you go. That was a good fucking insult. You call yourself a <laughs> comment and fucking. I can't no, that, that's just that's just him uh, jumping in the middle of it when he doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, twenty years from now, Ryan may look no different, but I sure as hell will. Yeah, you'll have, you'll have fucking an orange jumpsuit on. Fucking orange jumpsuit. Fucking prison. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> in prison for being a goddamn rapist. No, now. No, 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 Ryan, Ryan, Ryan. Give him some credit. Just kid. There you go. Give him some credit, Ryan. He won't be in prison yeah. for rape. Okay. Just kidnapping. Just kidnapping, child endangerment, you know. <laughs> All those type of charges. Hang on. Speaking of slaughter, because I didn't know there was one in the trunk and someone just slammed in the rear. I just didn't know. <laughs> Pretty much everything. <laughs> Speaking of child endangerment, Nick, why don't you share your, your greatest uh, desire with everyone? My greatest desire? My greatest desire relates to the greatest fault of man. And that is, I wish to bear a child one day from my vagina. But I don't have a vagina or a uterus. And it's it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. The funny thing about this is he's not kidding. I'm I'm not. I, it's 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 one of those things in life that I want to experience because I know I'm never going to get the chance to experience it. I can respect that. You can respect that. Yeah. Some somebody yeah. Uh, somebody look up. It, it's actually um, somebody look it up. It's uh, it's legitimately a thing. So did you see a psychiatrist on this, or did you just come up with it and diagnose yourself with it? I just it's it's just a feeling I've had. It's not something you need diagnosed for. I mean, <laughs> it's not a disease, Ryan. <laughs> oh yeah, it's 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 a, it's a curiosity. <laughs> oh! I wonder how it would feel for a living being to explode out of my belly. All right, just go out and break your legs, and that's how it's gonna feel. How do you? I, I mean, my sister. Experienced... Well, no, no, I haven't experienced it, but I had family members that have, and that's what they say it's about. It's about breaking legs. The feeling. The feeling of breaking legs is the equivalent to the feeling of childbirth. I think it would hurt more than that. I'm Some just... dude in Britain says that there's advanced uh, medical technology that uh, that mean men can now uh, have children. Now you see, I know, I know one one person who's going through a sex change, and she's of the same blood type as me. And I was like, if I could just get that uterus, because she's not going to use it. <laughs> oh. Well, it says this one, uh, it's uh, techniques to implant an embryo in a man's abdomen, allowing him to carry it. No, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on real quick. <clears throat> Just thinking about this. Okay, Nick, say, you know, she's going through the sex change. Say they remove her uterus, right? Yeah. And if you get it implanted into you, do you, are you going to, you want to keep your penis, correct? I think, I think I'd go the Futari route. I think I'd like to have both sets. Right. So you, you could technically, like, you could artificially inseminate yourself with yourself. 
Like you could, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, but technically it wouldn't be myself. Exactly, yeah, because yeah, it would be it. her. It, it would be her uterus. So you would just like you know jerk off into a syringe or whatever, and then you could inject it in your you know your new orifice and yes, impregnate. That puts yourself. a whole new meaning to incest. That puts or a whole, No, that puts a whole new meaning to go fuck yourself. Yeah, basically that's just that's just like masturbation, except that now you could actually like have a child with it. Could you, could I'm you gonna imagine be a, me as a single parent? That'd be horrible. <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah, you, no. Just, just, just like, dur- during the process of leaving, <clears throat> Mike just rolls in. What are you up to? And he just sees a cup and a turkey baster on my desk, and I'm just like, what do you think I'm up to? <laughs> Oh. Dude, imagine how that story is going to be. It's like, oh, I'm going to be a parent. Be like, oh, yeah, well, who's the mother and father? Um, me. <laughs> I'm sure the WBC won't, won't like this. Well, what I'm thinking is, Nick, you could collect probably a good bit of money off the government. Oh. You could just keep impregnating Oh, yourself. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Best scam ever. And just keep popping out babies and just, and just, and just live off the government. And get That's paid. what drug addicts do. I would, I would. But at That's some what point, a lot of people think... do. I think I think if I had both sets, like that vag would expand <clears throat> to the point in which it would start in impeding on my scrotum, so I'd start having scrotal tearing and shit like that. I think I'm gonna do C section. Oh God! Don't talk about that. Oh God! Terrible images. Oh God! <laughs> you you uh, would pay child support to yourself. That that would that that would suck. They'd be like, okay, now what we're, we want you to do is out of your paycheck of $200, we want you to take 150 of that $200 and pay it to the mother of this child. Okay, well... Um... But the bitch, the, <laughs> she didn't birth it, it came out of me. Well, it's it's technically her eggs and her uterus. Right, right. She gets the sex change. She donates her uterus and her eggs and all that shit to you, and then you have to pay her child support even though she doesn't even birth the fucking child. I, bet, I, guarantee, you that, I guarantee you that a, a judge would take that case on. I, I guarantee I, I don't doubt that at all. I you I could see myself losing that case too. That's that's the sad part. I go to all this trouble to have a child, all of my own. I I done lose the child and I got to pay the bitch child support. Yeah, and she doesn't. She doesn't. She has a penis now. Even though I I'll, I'll have both sets, so I'm not much better off. But so no no this this takes me into another question. Okay, so say that this this current female goes through this exchange operation. And was able to donate her uterus and, and ovaries and eggs and everything like that to you. And then you get that, you impregnate yourself, you have the child, and then the judge uh, rules it makes you pay her, which is now a him, child support, even though he doesn't have the child. You still have the child. But is it technically he? How does, how does the sex change operation from <clears throat> female to male work? Because I know if you're a male, they give you a vagina. Yeah, with, with, the, with the woman, they give them hormones, and then they also start taking the spongial material that the penis consists of and start culturing it somewhere else on the body and then they implant it in the region and they they basically take the the, the girl's clit and turn it into a penis oh i thought that's how it went how it happened so basically like china the wrestler <coughs> you know like if you ever seen her playboy spread she she's has, got a, like, oh god she's got a, it, she's got like, like a mini thumb. penis yeah it's, it's like, it's like thank my you for thumb. reminding me of that I actually got I actually got like twenty copies of that issue. Of course you do, Nick. So basically, of all, they, of all people, I figured you would. So basically, what she already has going on, you know, they would basically give her hormones to enlarge that and and in, inject some other stuff that would cause her to have a penis shaped clit. Yeah. And they they'd also uh <clears throat> they'd also uh take the plumbing up through there. Yeah, and they take the plumbing up through there. So what do they do about the actual vaginal orifice? Do they like so it shut pretty much so 
Now, I don't know, you know, like, when you get circumcised, right, <clears throat> you have, uh, right. the, <laughs> you have, Ryan's just like, right, circumcision, <laughs> okay, I'm following week. you. No, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> so you get the circumcision, right, and you have the, 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 more or less the scar marks on your junk from being circumcised, right? Now, and it follows down the balls, and I've heard plenty of jokes about, you know, um, especially Family Guy, when Chris says, you know, good, I always thought it was two people sewn together. <laughs> and it's a circumcision joke. Then you got uh, the taint, you know, between your balls and your ass. How far back do they take skin? You know what I'm saying? Like, basically, um, if your taint area is is rough, that's more or less what a female that gets turned into a male, her her vaginal orifice would turn into a taint. Correct? For the most part, I would, I would make sense. So. Yeah, because girls don't really have much of a taint. It's just like it's like a little piece there, so it's not that. D- depends what on how big the bitch is. Intellectually stimulating. Well, yeah, for sure. Depends on how. Yeah, depends on how big she is, for sure. Speaking of big bitches, Dale, how big is a female's orifice? Uh, um, um, area between her two orifices, because we know you like big women. Th- so, there's no off chance there's... of slipping into the wrong one. No, there's a. You can. There's a good good amount of distance. Like you uh, can. You know. Yeah, I, I do know because I have dated big women, but. Ooh, like the, the, there's 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 no mistake in whatsoever. You never dated a big woman. I've never dated anyone because nobody can put up with me. Oh, <laughs> I'm so alone. Yeah, yeah, we definitely agree with that. <laughs> hey, hey, we felt bad. We felt bad, and you had to be a cock. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. You ever see little baby dudes? Yeah. The, the He's not sorry. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm not a dude. He's not into dudes. Oh, Dale, calm down. He's not into dudes. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's over the Dale's over there blushing. He's like, oh shit, I'm definitely going over there, and I want to meet Greg in person because we got something in common. Oh, oh, Molly, yeah. I'm sweating. Oof, whoo, boy. <laughs> I'm stopping in Ohio on the way over. <laughs> I, gotta, gonna... I gotta drive out to the West Coast, so, you know, Ohio's on the Yeah, way, he's taking know. the long route. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one, right? While we're here, while we're talking here, I actually got a question asked of me onto Facebook while we are recording this, and I want to read it out loud to you guys, and I want you guys to answer it. The question reads, "Hey, is it difficult to make a podcast?" It can't be that. Hard. I don't know. Honestly, like uh, that's all you, Mike, like, because you're the one that has to set it up and everything. There's a difference between making a podcast and making a good podcast. Yeah, and I this is like the second podcast I've been involved with. I'm involved with another one that another friend of mine from university does. So um, it's not really well, – of course, I don't actually make it. I just work on it, but I couldn't imagine it being that hard. I mean you just record stuff, and then you just edit it down to a manageable size, and you just upload it to the internet, and that seems to be about it. So – now let, let's break it down. I pretty much like with Nick, like there's a there's a difference between a podcast and a good podcast. We just sign on to Skype and that's it. I mean, and then you have a mic and a headphone and whatever. It's more or less about the person who actually sets it up. You know, you got to get people involved. Me, you guys, and even Ryan, we're all on different time zones. We got to all like set it up to where, you know, a, a time where it's good for everybody. And then, of course, they got to stick to their, you know, stick to word for it. And then you got to have a good recording device and everything like that. Make sure... Everybody sounds good. So as far as difficulty, I don't really think so. But then again, I, I don't really know. I don't think it is. Okay, Nick, what, what do you, uh, what do you think? I think it shouldn't be that hard. Depends if you're live streaming or not. It becomes a little bit more difficult to live stream, especially if you have errors or if the momentum dies. When you edit, you can really get it in there to uh, be how you want it to be. 
a little bit more effectively. Ryan, what do you think? It, I mean, just like just like Nick just said, it it, 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 it varies on um, it varies on the uh, if you're live streaming or if you're recording and editing. It's uh, it's pretty easy up to that fact. I mean, all you really gotta do is just record it. Everybody that's involved with it has to have a good mic and all that good stuff. My answer is: Is it entertaining? It's difficult to be entertaining, and if you're not naturally a dog that barks in the background while I'm giving my answer. It has to be entertaining. And if it's not entertaining, then it's difficult because no one's going to listen to you if there's not an entertainment value. And as far as the comment on what Nick said is there's a difference between a podcast and a good podcast. And the difference is entertainment value. You can have a podcast. It's easy to make a podcast. But if it's not entertaining, it's not easy at the same time. Because I could I could go make a fucking podcast with whoever the fuck I wanted and talk and just not even plan it, not... Like Dale said, I got to coordinate, you know, I got to set things up, you know, I got to make sure we got to come up with topics, we got to do this, we got to do that. And we make sure that there is some entertainment value to it. But if I just said, all right, guys, we're going to meet on Skype and I just push record and we start talking, there's going to be little entertainment value in that. You have to have structure, definitely. You definitely have to have the topics set out, written, with the, all right, this is what who's what we're going to talk about on this section, that section, and this section. Yeah, yeah, you definitely have to have the structure inside of podcast, yes. The overall, if you were going to answer this question between combining all of our answers or coming up with one answer that speaks for all of us, what do you think the answer is? No, it's not all that difficult, but it is difficult to create a good one. It's di- difficult to create something that people actually listen to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Yeah, for sure. You definitely, yeah, you definitely have to have some kind of good structure to your stuff. And at this time, for a second week in a row, I would like to welcome our guest, Scott, and second guest of this show, my fellow bandmate from the band As Dreams Fade, that's facebook.com slash asdreamsfadeofficial, Cody Harmon. Alright guys, uh, this next topic is going to be, what do you think about the gun laws that Mr. President Obama is trying to get passed in Congress and the Senate? And I want to know what your thoughts are and what weapons should or should not be banned. Give her your take on those. And uh, we'll go ahead and start with uh, Mike. Well, of course, you you always want to start with me. You know what? I'm going to defer this to uh, the gun expert in the uh, podcast here tonight. Um, and I use the term expert loosely. Nick, you probably know... Hobbyist. Okay, hobbyist, okay. Enthusiast? I don't... I don't, Enthusi- I don't. Enthusiast does work. So, uh, Nick, let, let's hear... Since you probably got the one of the most opinionated parts of this, let's go ahead and hear what you think first. All right. Um, To answer his question, what gun I think should be banned. I don't think a firearm should ever be banned. As far as the legislation that's sitting in the House currently, the assault weapons ban has been shelved because there's just been an outpouring of support against it. The only thing I could see passing is possibly the quote-unquote high-capacity magazine ban. Mm-hmm. I really don't think that's something that's going to happen. I am. It, it is. It's. But it's the most plausible out of all the scenarios. This is Maricom. We love our guns. Well, that's how the South thinks about it. Texas was gonna Texas was gonna uh, reform from the uh, Union over it. Oh, well, a lot of states have uh, decided that. I mean, it's just like a small population that is actually uh, of those states that are actually deciding that. There's a. You also have uh, states like Texas, where the entire all the sheriffs of Texas said they would not enforce the law. And yeah. if they're not going to enforce the law, the law is not going to get enforced in Texas. Yeah, the federal government has no power to come into a state. Oh, they, I mean, if there's a federal law passed, it does have priority over a state's law. But a state can just refuse to enforce it. It's the right of the state to do so. Right. 
Um, if you guys were watching the um, the State of the Union address when uh, President Obama made his remarks about the um, trying to ban things, if you watch the side of the Republicans, no one stood up and clapped, and all the Democrats stood up and was applauding. All the Democrats are sucking his was... dick is what they're doing. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh my oh. God, President Obama! <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, what do you think on this uh, topic, Cody? What I think, uh, well, obviously, I'm a little, I'm uh, siding with Nick. I don't, I didn't watch the State of the Union. I don't know a whole lot um, on the certain gun bans and whatnot, but uh, I would think that at least towards the public, I think that maybe major assault weapons could possibly be not open to the public. Uh, possibly, but um, honestly, I'm I'm completely against them. I think everybody has the right to defend themselves and the right. Well, to see, the arms. thing about the gun, the thing about the um, the, that's a good point. Uh, the thing about the assault rifles is you can go get a Browning hunting rifle and turn it fully auto. And the only difference between the assault rifle and a uh, Browning hunting rifle is the way it looks. Oh, this one's got a weird looking magazine that's Actually. all stealth out. Actually, for me to come in here and lay down some true or some facts here, the definition of an assault rifle is one that has a select fire capability, mm-hmm. which means even my even my AR-15 that's chambered in 22, even that is not an assault rifle just because it looks like at one. It it doesn't go automatic. It doesn't go three round burst. Mm-hmm. It has none of those features. So therefore, it's just a rifle. It's just a semi automatic rifle. Exactly. I have to really agree with Cody here. I enjoy guns. I like firing guns, and it's just uh, <clears throat> there's no need really for a civilian to have you know like a fully automatic weapon. But at the same time, it is their right. I can't remember who made this quote, Nick. You could fact check me real quick, but I've heard this quote was made during the World War II era and when Japan attacked Pearl yes, Harbor. Yes, it was. Um, it was um, the Japanese Army's uh, Supreme Admiral. Okay. He when... uh, it, it, the exact quote. Um, the most misquote is behind every tree, but uh, his statement was they had a clear route to invade the continental United States. They would have been unopposed after they after the, what they'd done at Pearl Harbor. And they could have just rained hell down on us. His statement was, to invade the United States would be suicide because there'd be be a gun trained on us behind every blade of grass. Yes. Yes, and and it's true. I, it, You think about it. If any country landed right now and America was like, we're going to kill you. We'd be like, no. No, we're going <laughs> to kill you and we're going to fuck your corpse because welcome <laughs> to the South. There's also what was called the Dick Act of nine. I can't remember if it was 1913 or 1903 or something like that. Uh, it's What it stated was that uh, if you're a male between the age of 18 and 45, you're officially a member of the United States militia, and that puts you under the terms of well-regulated militia. My brother is a leader of a local militia out here. There was also a ruling in 19, I believe it was 56. The ruling stated that if the United States military uses a firearm, we as a civilian have a right to possess that firearm. Yeah, to match uh, the civilian side should match the military. You can own a you can own a fully automatic firearm in the United States. It just takes a six month a six month background check, a two hundred dollar tax stamp, and the rifle your or uh, submachine gun you're usually buying costs anywhere from eight to sixty thousand dollars. It's it's your money. If you're willing to put that money forth, I mean. More power to you. If you've ever fired an automatic weapon, you are going to find out quickly that they are not. Did you meant... know? 
Automatic Did weapons you know are the most inaccurate thing I have ever seen in my life. <laughs> Did you know that um, there's a law that's by the uh, Department of Tobacco <laughs> Firearms that every American, by law, is allowed to make one rifle every year? Make one rifle? Yeah, make yeah. one rifle every year. Greg, uh, you have been very quiet. Do you, uh, are you have an opinion? Yeah, um, basically I pretty much agree with everyone here. I never thought that uh, banning guns is like a, a legitimate course of action because that always leads to such like a slippery slope, like what kind of guns should be banned, what types of ammo should be banned, uh, and eventually like it just spirals out of control, and then there's just, like, this huge clusterfuck of, like, nobody being able to agree, and it just, like, the people who, and the only people who really, like, suffer aren't the criminals, but, like, the people who, like, actually own guns lawfully in that, so, because, I mean, even if you ban guns, I mean, eh, I mean, it's like saying, yeah, it's like, it's like saying, oh, well, Pops are banned. Nobody buys that illegally. That's but like, here's the thing. Here's the thing. The 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 Second Amendment uh, states that the that right shall not be infringed. And yeah. there's a Ninth Amendment. The Ninth Amendment also says that the basically says that the Bill of Rights shall not be infringed as well. But I mean, the government disregards both, anyways. So to quote Bill Hicks. All governments are lying assholes. <laughs> well, of course. I mean, there is a certain level of deceiving or deceit that a government does. And and sometimes it's... Um, it's for the protection of the people. So yeah, I was, exactly. let, let, let's, spin off, let's spin off a, a spin off of the gun topic. Here's one for you. <clears throat> it, on the current topic, we're on of uh, the government hides specific things from you for your... Per- Yes, for your protection. One of the biggest ones that uh, that people always love to bring up, the government hides from us, is the existence of aliens. <clears throat> okay, they're like, you know... We got them! We're, we're getting yeah, conspiracy yeah. theory shit right Area now. Now listen, we got them some bitches and they took me up in their ship and they done fucked me in my asshole with some kind of metal rod. <laughs> no, that was Cousin Jim Bob. Well, you know, it was probably their cousin down the street that snuck in in the middle of the night and fucked them in their ass or whatever. With but, lights and fucking special effects. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they they had like a one of them toy lightsabers or something from like the seventies, and they're you know, just fucking just ramming it in there. You know, and they're like, I got abducted by aliens seventeen times. And you notice that all the people that are always saying they got abducted by aliens <clears throat> normally have less teeth than what I do. And that's very few. <laughs> and that is very few teeth. I mean, very few teeth. I don't have very many. You know, methods of help. Well, that's not entirely true. I mean, it, that that is the stereotype. It is, it, but it is completely I mean, if you true. added up all the fragments, Mike, you would have more, more teeth. It is, it is completely true. Meth is one hell of a drug. Oh. <laughs> Cocaine's oh. one hell of a drug. No, I, I, uh, anyways, away from the meth. No, but we don't smoke marijuana in the SCOBY. Thanks. Fucking uh, uh, that, that, that was the, the most intelligible input that this conversation that was, that was beautiful that was beautiful absolutely beautiful but no do you do you think uh do you think the government actually does uh hide things like uh, the existence oh sure they do they hide yeah. all kinds of shit from us they don't want you to know half the shit that they do the news has been sent or well i shouldn't say censored there there's been um the freedom of speech i believe is a world war Two. 
where it was decided that the freedom of speech is um, can be revoked. Wow. Any, anybody who during World War II, anybody who wrote an article speaking out against the war, it was instantly not published. Bring Cody back in the conversation. I haven't heard from him for a while. Do you think, uh, Cody? Do you think the government hides uh, hide shit from us uh, to uh, to protect us? Oh, protect us. Um, honestly, honestly, I think they're out to get us. I think the whole like bird flu and all that shit. That's probably generated by them. Amen, brother. Yeah, I'm, on, I'm, on, I'm, right, I'm right there with you on that one. Like, I'm feeling, a little, one. I'm feeling a little weird here. This is feeling like conspiracy theory hour now. All right, hang on now. Let, let's. Uh, cut, oh, hey, don't get me started because uh, <laughs> I have, uh, I have uh, gone down that road. All right, let's. Uh, let Cody, go ahead. There's no, not much else to say. I mean, the epidemics happen, and I mean, there's no. I don't know. It just doesn't seem very. Plausible, I guess. It just seems like that they would be up to something. They don't really. They're always up to something. I feel that a lot of it has to do with the the current there's current state of our medical situation and how we we are actually engineering these plagues, not like someone's in a lab like oh I'm gonna make this thing super fucking killing. And then they then they're in there jerking off. Well, and they're, <laughs> they're, jer- they're jerking off in, One in, word, in, in a culture of chemicals. avian flu. But uh, I, th- I think what a lot of it has to do is with is um, a lot of the vaccines and stuff we're making using a lot of or we're using vaccines a lot more often now by having our bodies already build up these resistances artificially. We're uh, forcing these viruses like it's some thinking being to uh, <laughs> that's a horrible way of saying it, but to uh, escalate or we're, we're, we're artificially causing them to escalate like to adapt like kind of. Like yes, evolve. we're artificially causing them to adapt, but the. The, the, the virus is like, well, yeah, for me to survive, I'm going to have to go fucking ape shit in here. Oh. So what's the worst <laughs> I can do? Okay. I got my blanket. Ryan's just going to have a conversation outside the podcast. I think at mm-hmm. this point in time, 30 minutes of mayhem has completely spun out of control and turned into mayhem. So before we wrap this episode, I, I want to thank our two guests. And I want to give our two guests an opportunity to soapbox. I know it's on the spot, but... Uh, Scott, you were the first guest. If you have any topic on anything that you would love to rant on or say your opinion on, we'll give people the opportunity to reply to you. But, Scott, anything at all that you would love to get off your chest, rant about, say uh, your opinion on, something like pisses you off? off your chest. So much I want to rant about, but I guess the current thing that can come to mind is uh, just today's generation. I mean, it sounds like I'm fucking old here, but I mean... Well, I'm look my own generation, and, and it's just I, I, I can't even it's despicable, despicable because it's just like everyone wants to be a fucking child now. They just want to stay children. Uh, well, I, I shit, just, they want to stay children and have children. <laughs> they want to be a child and have a child. Yeah, yeah I mean, like oh, I want to have a cute baby. It's all cute. It's like I, I'm having a live doll. You know, it's like, it's like, oh my god, I got my period. I can have a kid. Now I gotta find somebody to fuck. Basically. Yeah. And that, I, I, it's not just that. It's just like the shit you see on the internet. It, it, I mean... No, that, that's just... I, I agree with you. I think, like, that, I think that they should take that stupid show off MTV. A teen mom teen or whatever. Teen, I think oh that... God. I think, I think that 16 that makes and pregnant? Look like, yeah, 16 and pregnant. I think that makes people look at... Oh, they it's need to cool get the to one have off CMT inbred and pregnant. If aliens came to uh, our planet and saw that shit, they'd be like, "Nope, fuck this." We're they turn right around. They, 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 would, turn, I, I would, they would turn right around. Waiting for us to evolve no. enough, they wouldn't leave it not like that. No, we're de-evolving. They okay. probably kill them. Be like, you know what? Fuck <laughs> you guys. No, they'd be <laughs> like, "We're gonna take over this planet because everyone here is a dumbass." <laughs> exactly. But oh, uh, 
Maybe that's the plan of the government. Oh. In an attempt to not do this all night long, <clears throat> Cody, I know that uh, uh, from knowing you personally, I know you have a lot of strong feelings on a lot of things. If you could pick one thing to soapbox right now about, you got anything? Uh, it's it's more of a uh, it's more of a moral standard from my point. Um, it's not really anything like related with law, but uh, if you you've known me for it's been about a year now. Yep. And uh, you know that I was a, a strong Christian at one point, and now after you know after the, the years passed, you know I've I've gone to church and experienced a lot of different things. I just realized that the church is corrupt as fuck. Oh and, yes, most definitely. And um, sorry, God. His eyes are open. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Amen to that one. <laughs> I mean, I I'm still like it's not like I don't believe in the divine because you can't prove or disprove anything. So yeah. I'm pretty much just on the fence about whatever, and I'm just gonna, you know, I like being a, a kind-hearted person. So I mean, I, I that's don't all that really that matters is if you're you're if you're a kind-hearted person and you do the best to live your life to the best of your abilities. I do believe yeah. that you're I, you're a good person. I think yeah. I mean, this, this, this is this is coming from an atheist. <laughs> I think if you're reading the Bible and not going to church and trying to make sense of it yourself. You are doing a lot more than what that church is doing for you. Exactly. I think yeah, that yeah. I think that church is a good thing to have because it keeps certain. It, it, it explains it keeps everything around. No, it keeps us in line. It keeps. Uh, if you look it, at third world countries and their other and other religions out there, they're completely nuts. I think that uh, religion, they, the church. Here he goes back it, about the Muslims. <laughs> no, no, no! I never said anything about just that. Uh, just... He's like them infidels over there. <laughs> but no, I, 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 I get what you're saying, Ryan. But look at it this way. Okay, you're saying like their churches over there are crazy, right? You know they're sitting over there thinking the same thing about ours. Cody, I'd like to thank you for coming on. You're more than welcome to come back, Scott. I would, uh, yes. I would like to thank you for coming on also. And this is the end of this episode of 30 Minutes of Mayhem. I have been your host. My name is Michael Mayhew, and I have been here with my co-hosts. Nick. Dale. Greg. Got the cat from L.A. Later, fellas.